I have a very special guest for you today. It's Elena D. Smith. She is the host of Nights with Elena, a syndicated country radio show all over the country. You're watching Up and Country, and I'm Sue Bonzel, your host. It's all powered by V Livecast. Right now, we're going to find out about Elena's favorite country musicians to interview. She is the host of the syndicated radio show Nights with Elena and has probably interviewed every country music star you can think of. I'm so excited that Elena D. Smith is with me. Hello, Elena. Hi, Sue. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so happy to see you. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. I know we got to bump into each other in Nashville a little while back, we but did. we didn't get to spend as much time as I wanted to. So I'm like, I'm so excited we get to hang do this right now. I know exactly. Well, and the one thing, like, I knew that you were you were kind of short like me, and I I loved meeting you in person because I'm like she she she's even shorter than me, and you had even the heels on and everything. How tall are you? I am four eleven, girl. I was born a fun size <laughs> friend. I am ready to go anywhere I go. I swear, I was born in heels because everyone always looks at me and they're like, "How are you walking in those?" So I got a marathon in this, honey. Like I am prepared, ready to go. <laughs> You are so cute. Oh my gosh, I love it. So now I mentioned that you've, you know, you've got you've got your syndicated show. You're in what a hundred stations across the nation. You've interviewed, you know, the most amazing uh, country artists, Garth Brooks and Keith Urban, and I mean everybody. Uh, tell me about uh, tell me about doing that and being that interviewer to get with all these people. It's a wild reality. Like, I, I never quite get used to it. Just the fact that it's like a random Tuesday, Keith Urban's on the other end of my phone or knocking <laughs> at my door. Like, it, it's just, it, it's so strange. But I'm so grateful because, you know, I love country music so much. So this is, this is everything that I wanted to do. And being able to actually, like, bring all of these artists to everybody listening around the country is the entire goal. You know, help, help them feel closer to the people they already feel so close to their music with. And, uh... I mean, I remember my first interview when I first came to Nashville because I used to actually be on a pop station. So I, uh, I always love country music, but used to be on <laughs> pop and uh, meeting the country stars instantly from the first interview on, which my first was with Dirks Bentley. But I was like, oh, they're actually nice and like treat you like a human being. OK, <laughs> right. I can do this. I could continue to do this, you know, for as long as they'll let me. So that's basically what I've been doing. But just very, very blessed that. You know, I've been able to create a lot of relationships with them over the past almost yeah. decade now that I've been in Nashville. But um, wow, it's been it's that like long. Catching up with old friends whenever they stop yeah, by. Yeah, exactly. I, I've had the same experience. I've been, you know, interviewing some of the new up and coming country artists, and like I said, I'm like, these are people I could hang out with. Like, we 100%. could sit down and drink some beers. You know, yep. <laughs> so and cool. better believe we have, and we'll continue to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue exactly. So, out of all of those interviews that you've done, I mean, you've even you know country legends like Dolly Parton. Even which has been your favorite or most memorable uh, interview that you've done? Well, I mean, Dolly, of course, always tops that list of like iconic moments. Uh, still, will never forget her touching the small of my back and being like, "Okay, well, I'm done with everything now. Like, I could, I could be done and be happy." But uh, you know, honestly, whenever I think about that and think about who do I actually enjoy sitting down with and talking to the most, it's a tie. So, can I give you two? Oh yes, absolutely yes. It's Reba McIntyre. Because okay. she is just the most personable person. I don't know how she will remember the little 
nuances and details of your conversations that you've had in the past, but just the fact oh, that wow. she is who she is and is so present in every second that she gives you has always just really inspired me to, she makes me want to be a better person. It's like I'm talking about my Aww. significant other here or something. Right? She, she really <laughs> wants me to, like, I, I just want to be a better person when I am around her. But then my second is Thomas Rhett. Thomas oh. Rhett, it's mm. been yeah. like, you know, we still know him in this industry because, you know, he only really started with his first single maybe the year before I came to Nashville. So he was still really up and coming and we've gotten to know each other through the years. So it's just, it's always a really, really great conversation. And he's the same as Reba. And this is what I always tell, you know, kind of younger country artists. It's like, all you want, ever, any person in the world wants to just feel like they're a human and that they're, you know, wanted to be there. And that's yes. what they give so consistently and so Aww. just beautifully that I I love when I get an email saying, hey, they're looking to do an interview. I'm like, okay, you tell me the day and time I'm there. <laughs> exactly. Sign them up. Yeah. Oh, that's really, that's really nice to hear kind of the behind the scenes of that too, because sometimes you do, you do wonder as fans on the outside, what are people really like? Like, mm -hmm. is this, is it really who they are? And so to hear that from you, knowing you have a personal relationship with them too, I think that means a lot to the fans as well, to know that they're connecting on an authentic level. Yeah. So. And I mean, you, I'm sure you've noticed that quite a bit. Like they, there are the ones that do. And of course, like in any business, there's going to be some that don't, but you can tell sure. the difference real quickly. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So now you, so you are from California. You're in Nashville now. Mm -hmm. uh, you are in California, and you worked with Entertainment Tonight and The Insider. Tell me a little bit about that and that experience. That was a wild journey. I mean, I was so young, <laughs> and I was actually still in college in San Diego while I was working out there. So as you can imagine, a lot of traffic, a lot of time in the car. But, you know, it was one of those situations that it was just anything to chase your dreams. So I made it work. But Entertainment Tonight, uh, I, I was working behind the scenes the entire time. So I never thought I would do anything behind a mic or in front of a camera or anything like uh -huh. that. Like, my goal was to be a producer behind the scenes, and I wanted to do entertainment. And uh, and it just turned out that it wasn't quite exactly what I was imagining. And uh, at the same <laughs> time, I, by the grace of God, fell into radio and was like, "Oh, okay, no, no, no. This this is where it's at. Like this is, yes. this, is the, this is what I was meant to fall into." And uh, I'm so grateful that I did. But I'm so grateful to Entertainment Tonight, and it's kind of come full circle. Because uh, my friend Cassie, who works over there, has had me on to do, you know, a bunch of little country music things and things about women in country music and things about yes. the award shows and everything. So it's just so funny to now, that is a decade later, end up back on entertainment tonight, but in front of the camera this time. That's awesome. I love it. Now, you mentioned, um, you know, the, the female artists. You have a podcast, female focused. Uh, tell us about your podcast. So it was originally called Women Want to Hear Women, and it was derived from this, this phrase that I was told early on in Nashville. Because, you know, as I mentioned, I came from pop, so I was coming from a radio format that had women after woman after woman after woman, and then right. like a man, and then a man, but then more women. I mean, it was female-dominated, and there was just one day after I'd kind of settled in that I realized, whoa, we had a whole show without one female artist and this was you know wow. back in like 2013 where there really weren't right. almost any so right. um i you know had brought it up and and a pd had told me well it's because women don't want to hear women and i was like uh -huh. wait but i'm a 
I'm a woman <laughs> being told by a man that I don't want to hear. <laughs> no, like no, that no. something didn't sit right there. And so uh, eventually uh, I just kind of thought, you know what? I have whatever platform I have. I want to share it with the talented women that I have been coming across. And I want to reclaim that narrative. So I named it Women Want to Hear Women. And uh, it now has a new name called Breaking Through uh, just because we started really venturing out of just uh, – country music and we fo were fo focusing on entertainment as well so it's all about females in the entertainment industry who are doing amazing things and just giving them whatever pla extra platform we can i love that i i i that's dear to my heart as well especially in country music i'm a i'm a big time country music fan grew up with country and i'm excited to see more and more women coming on the scene it's like yes and and i love the the empower there's some real, really great empowerment songs that they're sharing with us and so yeah i i love that you're doing that i think we need more of that especially in country music and i'm always excited when there's something new coming on uh with the ladies so i know pretty cool. and there's so many talented ones right now it's insane I yeah i know it's crazy so okay, so you've been doing this radio thing for a while. Radio thing, uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a big thing. You know, you're kind of a big thing. Uh, what's the hardest part about your job? Oh, hardest part. I would probably say just trying to keep everything in line and make sure that a schedule works because Nashville and being in country music, there is no lack of events, artists, you know, just so much is going on um, being in Nashville and working in country music. So I would say the hardest thing, honestly, is just trying to make sure that I don't double book myself on things right. and don't like, you know, don't accidentally like forget about something or that's, that's probably where it is. But uh, I mean, everything, not to say that everything's easy, that's for sure. But I mean, that's probably the first thing that would come to my mind anytime that there's an issue. It usually has something to do with scheduling. So you, you probably have a pretty full social calendar, I'm going to guess. I wouldn't say you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is wild. I mean, th this week alone, we've, we've had four events and, and it, we're, you know, still not done with the week. So, um, Yes, there are always things happening, but it, in such a fun way. And I've, I've learned over the years that I can say no to some things, which is a very important life it's, lesson that, yes, you know, is. eventually we all learn and usually the hard way because of burnout, <laughs> hard but, uh, yes. right. But I have learned to, you know, be able to be like, no, I think it's a husband and puppy night and I'm going to be happy with that and not have right. FOMO. Yes, exactly. So, all right. So you're, you're with all of these, um, you know, country music artists, you're spending a lot of time with them, you're out and about, you're doing all these amazing things. What's been your most embarrassing moment? Ooh, most embarrassing. Well, I was going to say I have a different one, but that's not in country music. Uh, well, it doesn't I, have to be. It doesn't have to be. I'll, I'll, I want to hear it. <laughs> just most embarrassing moment of all time? Sh sure, let's do it. <laughs> Okay. Well, it happened when I was uh, 12 years old. I used to be a competitive dancer. So I was like dancing nonstop. I had all these like recitals and stuff. And at the time, um, I actually lived like out. I was at a studio that was out in Malibu. And so um, just this was before I moved to San Diego. I moved to San Diego when I was a teenager. But I was living out in Los Angeles and happened to be a part of the studio in Malibu. So, there, you know, there were a lot of kind of 
famous people that had kids there or connections to everything. And we had this one big uh, dance that we were so excited about. And I, uh, being 4'11", was always the one thrown in the air and, you know, doing all the tricks and everything. So uh, there was this one trick that I was so amped to do. And then we found out that one of the little girls, her godmother, is Cher. So Cher was coming to the show. And we all... I mean, Cher was everything to us. We were dancers. We right. were, you know, we and, and our parents. And so we were just so excited. And I was like, oh, great. This is the one where I have the cool dance move to. I'm going to show off and Cher's going to love me. I'm probably going to go on tour with her. You know, my whole like <laughs> idea of just everything's happening. It's all happening. So I was overly excited. The adrenaline was going crazy. And in order to do this trick, I had to run from off stage, and another girl had to grab me. But I ran too fast and she got scared. So I went to go get her and I fell just so hard on my butt. And oh no. Just looked over and sure enough, like you could see because everyone knew where she was sitting, share there, seeing me fall flat on my butt. And I still haven't recovered, in case you're gonna ask, but <laughs> wait. But yes, that's my most embarrassing moment of all time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is awesome. So so what would happen if you actually met Cher in person? Uh, well, I'm sure she thinks about it all the time. So well, of course she does. <laughs> Obviously. I, mean... I don't know. I, I don't I don't know that I could handle meeting Cher in person, whether or not she was part of my most embarrassing moment. Oh man, she is she is everything. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Okay, so you shared your most embarrassing moment. Um, I want to know what your guilty pleasure is. Do you have a guilty pleasure that you're like, mm, I don't really want to tell anybody, but it's your guilty pleasure. Oh, so many. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I, I don't even, you know, it's always when I, when we hear guilty pleasure now, we kind of instantly go to TV shows, right? Because we right. all have so many guilty pleasure TV shows. Totally. I love reality TV and not just like, you know, cool reality TV. I, I like, like, just trashy so you know i i just found out that selling sunset is going to be airing the weekend oh, of thanksgiving okay. and i'm like okay well i thought i had plans to have thanksgiving but sorry family like it's <laughs> it's binge watching of selling sunset for me so i mean that that's probably my and you know bachelors bachelor all yes. the bachelor franchise yes. bachelor impaired like sign me up i'm a part of all of it i i want to be there and i'm gonna sit there and drink wine and and make fun of everybody oh, yeah. and it's it's the one time that I guess I don't feel guilty having these harsh opinions because they know what right. they're getting into. Exactly, exactly. Yes, I I agree with that. So now, when it comes Thanks. to reality shows, <clears throat> if you were going to be on a reality show, I know you're married, so you're mm -hmm. obviously not going to be on The Bachelor or anything like that, um, or The Bachelorette. Um, what reality show would you want to be on? The Great British Bake Off. I would want to be on that so badly. Do you know that show? It's on I Netflix, don't. but it's really on the BBC. And okay. uh, I, it's it's my favorite one. And it's it's just, weirdly, it's not trashy. Like, usually I like the trashy ones. But this one is the most pure, <laughs> lovely reality show I've ever seen. Like, they help each other when they're in their baking challenges Aww. and stuff. And they have the accents. Not like I know how to bake well, but I would love to be on that show and meet all the judges and just be a part of the tent. Everybody who watches knows that they want to go in the tent. Oh, okay. I love that show. It would be a dream come true. Just someone needs to you teach me how to so bake. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know, winter's coming. It's time to, you know, you can do some baked goods for the family, a little practice, do maybe. an audition maybe. But girl, if I hadn't done it during quarantine, I don't think it's happening <laughs> <Right>. at all. <laughs> What did you spend your time doing during during quarantine? I 
I, well, it was funny because my husband and I got engaged four days before the lockdown happened. Ugh. And we had really like just moved in together into a two bedroom apartment in downtown Nashville. So, uh, you know, we kind of looked at each other once we realized it was more than two weeks and we were like, all right, well, this is a fast track to finding out if we're actually meant to be married. <laughs> and yes. uh, sure enough, it we I honestly, I can honestly say like I never actually got sick of him. So I was like, OK, I think Aww. we're doing something right here. So I spent Yay. a lot of time, you know, getting to know him before we actually got married and getting to know each other on a level that we never would have had the time to do had right. quarantine not happened. So it was a lot of that, a lot of planning a wedding. Uh, it was which kept me very, very busy trying to especially make a wedding happen during COVID time. So, right. you know, there were all the twists and turns of everything that could be thrown at us did. But we ended up walking down the aisle. So it all worked out in the end. But other oh. than that, like I tried to do some Something, or we tried to do something new every single Sunday. So like we taught ourselves how to make pasta and we oh, would fun. like, you know, watch foreign movies or like, you know, do just do something right. new. And uh, so we, we picked up some new hobbies, I suppose. But it was it was actually it was it was nice as the, I guess as nice as it could be for what we all had to go through. Right. Exactly. I think we um, I think we did every puzzle in the house. Pretty yep. much. So, lots, yeah. of lots of puzzles. I, I wish I had taken puzzles. up knitting, to be honest, because <laughs> knitting or gotten good at baking. Those are probably <laughs> the things I wish I would have done. Yeah, we had all that time. And, and now we look I, back and we go, oh, man, I should have done that. about it. <laughs> so so what's next for Elena D. Smith? What's uh, What's on the horizon for you? Well, I think that I, I'm very excited to just be continuing doing my show and being here in Nashville. I'm really excited that things are starting to get back to normal back here. You know, we got concerts back, live music, so I'm able to do more hosting, which I really miss doing. Uh, I, I do think that I am enjoying actually being on the other side of the camera. So there might be a little bit more camera work in the future Ooh. and uh, hosting on that on that level. But other than that, just living life. I'm waiting for my best friend to have her baby, which is going to be any second oh, here. And then oh that little gosh. boy is going to be my world. So <laughs> that's also very much in the future. And uh, I just really excited. Things things look great. And I'm happy that things are going back to normal. So there's so much optimism yes. right now. And it's, it's lovely too. to see. Me too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, good. I'm so glad to hear that. And I'm so thankful that you took the time to come and talk to me and share a little bit about you. So thank you so much. And I, you know, we'll keep listening to you on the air. We're here in Santa Rosa, California. It's 93.7 The Bull. If you're in Santa Rosa, you can hear Nights with Elena every single night at seven o'clock, right? <laughs> yes, girl. And hey, thank you so much for having me. This really is an honor. And I just Love you so much, and I am so happy to see everything you're doing. Congratulations <laughs> on all your success, and I can't wait to see what's next for you, too. I know. I'm excited. Thank you again. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Up and Country, where we have new episodes every Tuesday. And be sure to visit upandcountry.com for all of the episodes and information about our VIP club, where you're going to get exclusive backstage access. And if you're on Instagram or TikTok, make sure to follow me, Sue Bonzel. I'll see you next week.